Well, we wrap our week every week here on Real Talk with, uh, well, a little vent session, if you will. You send us the emails to talk at ryanjesperson.com, and we read them in ramped up fashion. It's presented by our friends at Local Environmental Services. We call it Trash Talk! All right, now most people know that John Hicks, the intrepid technical producer of this show, is also the official DJ of the CFL's Edmonton Elks. And this has prompted Megan to write into the show. What? She says, Johnny, this is Real Talk adjacent. Do you actually ever look at the DJ Elks hashtag on Twitter during the games? Megan says, because for the past two Elks games that I've been to, you've broken our kid's heart. He just wants to hear some damn Lizzo. (laughs) My husband and I enjoy all the old school music, but please, Johnny, please just play some Lizzo or some Lil Nas X when my kid makes me tweet you with the DJ Elks hashtag during the game. Thank you very much. That from Megan. Noted. Noted, Megan. We're going to hear some Lizzo at Commonwealth Stadium next Elks game? First song next game. There we go. First song (laughs) next game. We're going to be flooded with emails right now. (laughs) The DJ Elks hashtag is how you can get Johnny Infamous' attention during the CFL Elks games. How about this one from Cole? Uh, Now, this isn't technically a trash talk, but I like the cut of the jib here. Cole says, Jespo, let me start by saying I'm a steadfast conservative from the heart of rural Alberta, but I found myself listening to the show pretty consistently while we've been in the field the last month. Thanks, Cole. He says, I've been shaking my head quite often, I'll add, but we don't have to agree on everything. He says, I was listening to your chat with Gary Mason yesterday from the Globe and Mail comparing Danielle Smith to Pierre Polyev, and I thought I'd chime in. Uh, I don't think that Danielle has the grassroots support that Gary suggested because I know many people that are wondering what the fuck she's talking about with some of her ideas. I used to actually be a huge fan of hers when both you and her were on radio, but since I was listening to your interview with her, since I've been paying attention to her campaign, I've become totally turned off. I think that we'll see Travis Taves or Brian Jean come out on top. In fact, I know people who purchased memberships specifically to vote against her and Brian Jean. I think that Danielle gets the airtime with her ideas, maybe because the media is just carving those ideas, but the legitimate support is not there. Cole says, I read a Calgary Herald article talking about these polls with a dead heat, Danielle falling out before a final ballot. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. He says, by the way, I'm a big fan of Pierre Polyev at the federal level, and I agree with Gary Mason that he's going to make Justin Trudeau squirm. Cole says, anyway, that's my two cents. I will continue to grudgingly listen to the show. And he says, I'm late to the Real Talk party. Cole, welcome aboard. I sent him a follow-up email yesterday. I said, where, where do you disagree with me most? What makes you shake your head? Mm-hmm. And I love following up with that stuff. I love when you're in touch with the show. A healthy disagreement and debate is the bedrock upon which this is built. And this one from Jared to wrap us up today. It's a long one, but a good one about student loans. He says, real talk fam. Back in 2000, I decided I'd explored enough jobs that I didn't like to warrant exploring university. It was kind of a way out kind of curiosity maybe the dream of being rewarded with a career and money above and beyond what i was used to now that movie swordfish was pretty recent so i thought i'd do that be a sexy computer programmer well that crashed and burned for a few different reasons Uh, mainly i was shit at math and i had no idea how computers worked i could see how that would be a problem jer he says so i got my ass handed to me in english i always thought i had a natural affinity for that but but a silver lining out of it i fell in love with philosophy so i started to explore it and my arguments developed and my interests soared and i began to feel like this is where i belonged but toward the end of my second year my father's voice crept in 
What are you going to do with a philosophy degree? Why didn't you keep working construction? It pays well. There's always jobs available. How are you going to pay off your student loans? Jer says, so I visited the Dean of Philosophy and I laid those trepidations on his desk. And he said, well, you could continue your education, pursue a master's or a PhD or a professorship. A philosophy is a great springboard for law or med school or whatever you like. It's also valued at the corporate management level when paired with business. Well, I panicked. Because at that point, I was about $25,000 deep into student loans. And so I bolted. And two years later, I graduated from St. Polytechnic in Calgary as a power engineer. And I left school with $50,000 in loans. And my friends were right. Power engineering is a technically challenging, financially rewarding career. And I was able to pay my loans off quicker than I imagined. But I regret so much. Jer says, I've spent years in internal turmoil wishing I would have continued my academic pursuits. My daughters, now in their 20s, have told me what a great professor I would have made after I've coached them through their degrees. I've taken deep solace in their willingness to engage me in their projects and essays and career pursuits. Our conversations around the dinner table are lively and deep, and we try to stay current on social, political, economic, and environmental issues. Now, I've run models repeatedly on how I could leave my fruitful power engineering career, but I've never been able to escape the mortgage and the car payments and the benefits and the schedule, right? The gravity is too great, especially with our own kids still completing school. So I got a lot of questions, many of them questions I can't answer, but I do know the prospect of huge student loans drove me to choose a career I derived very little personal or soulful satisfaction from now almost 18 years in and so many people in my profession share the same feeling food for thought jer i love it it's not always about the money thanks for the reminder and for trash talking yourself a tiny little bit it's a good exercise presented by local environmental services you can send us your trash talk to talk at ryanjesperson.com 